0: go then i mean it's, hey it's a nice little intimate setting today uh it's barry joe and myself scott had to cancel i i uh, could have called it when he said I'm, i have the sniffles i was like and he's like but i i think i'll make it i was like no you're not making it scott
1: we well, knew he didn't want to risk jeopardized camping this week right
0: Oh well, I I mean, I get it. That's more
1: important. Yeah,
0: he didn't want to get us sick. uh,
1: Oh,
2: yeah, that too.
0: Let's be, and I can be honest. He's probably had enough of the Gordons last week, so he's probably ready for a break. Yeah. (laughs) So Scott was Scott and family joined us for most of our Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we of course took over Mavis Winkles on Wednesday. All thirty of us. And Um, did I see some of you in seventies garb? Yes. That's sweet. Yeah, because Dominic wanted it '70s disco theme, so nice. I didn't have anything, but at the last minute, I was like, "All right, I got this gold shirt. I can, I can open up the the buttons, and I have a white jacket, so I put that Perfect. on. I put on white pants." It's and a good then look. Adrian had like some sort of jumpsuit that looked '70s, and Dominic bought himself a nice disco shirt, and Dakota bought herself '70s clothes, and yeah, a lot of us were in '70s gear, and we did a lot of '70s stuff drop a lot of coin there. Would you like to know the total? Yeah. $1800. That that included tip.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Was $300 more than last year. Wow. Yeah, it was, you know, I mean, you've got 30 people eating, yeah. drinking and to to me I only uh had two beers and a shot cuz I decided I'd drive.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like do I really need to sit here and drink buckets of bud light? Probably not. So, uh yeah. And then, of course, we had some people join our family at the end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, come on up and sing. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not getting in a photo with you. I'm
1: sorry. I'm not doing it. My, my family took him in. What was the, <laughs> you know, as an avid karaoke person, like whenever we go, we're always like, what's the rotation? Because we want to know, like, how many people are singing before we get to sing again. So when there's big groups like that and you're not familiar with them, you're like, shit. Yeah. Rotation so big. What was the rotation like? It was lucky if it was two. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you, So everybody would get to maybe do two songs.
0: Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Last year, it was my nephew, Zach, who like put his name in with everybody. This year, it was it was my niece, Victoria. At, at, so at one point, it was like 8.40, and I was like, oh, I haven't sung a second song yet, and Victoria's been up like 35 <laughs> times. So I went up to Lisa, and I was like, where am I in the rotation? She's like, oh, you're still way down. And I'm like... Move me up, please. And I said, and by the way, uh, Dominic's trying to impress a girl. Move him up too. <laughs> so we got moved up. Uh, and then it was funny because I s- sat down and Victoria was like, Uncle Andy, you haven't really sang. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't put in 35 songs with 31 different people. <laughs>
2: so that happened. Are there any – so she put in her – she, she put in a song with a different name? No, she put in – I sing
0: by myself now. I'm gonna oh, Victorian
1: Auntie Jill. I got Victoria, you.
0: my mom, Victorian. Yeah. You know the cousins, Victorian. This sorry, Joe.
1: Yeah, no, I was just gonna say, is any? Can anybody in your family outside of you know the family that I know sing? Are there any good singers? Yeah, are there?
0: Yeah, people. Uh, so I, and I'll tell you who the best singer was. Is Dominic's friend Ramel joined us this year? Uh, Ramel lives in Akron. Uh, he sang. Uh, Me and Mrs. Jones, and it was fucking fantastic. (laughs) Was it really? To the point where I was like, holy shit, Ramel! I didn't know you could sing like that. And we were all going, oh, me and Mrs. Jones, it's a really hard song. And he got up there and he nailed it. That's awesome. He was probably the best singer of the night. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I wish I had recorded it. You guys would be like, this is professional level singing here.
2: And Fat Hitler was there?
0: Uh, no, because I, I talked him off last week. So I tried to talk people off last week. I was like, "Yeah, I got my whole family coming next week, about thirty of us." And he was like, "I don't like crowds." And yeah. I was like, "Probably not the night Perfect. for you, then." Do
1: you actually think he's fatter than Hitler? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
2: Sometimes I see pictures
1: of Hitler, and I was like, he's kind of chubby,
2: a little bit, but not as fat as fat I, Hitler.
0: I think I think they just made him that way because they yeah. don't want to make him look so. I think that his uniform was kind of slimming. <laughs> Yeah, those, those outfits are controlled because they have Nazis. They sort tight. of flail at the end. <laughs> yeah, you know, black and yeah.
1: gray, slimming. Yeah. All the buttons down the front.
0: It's Say funny. what you want about the Nazis, but man could they. Do. So, they had a
1: slimming uniform. Isn't
0: it true that their uniforms were designed by.
2: Some designer. Versace? Something like that.
0: Something like that. I'm pretty oh, sure really? if you look it up. Yeah, an actual a designer designed Lager, them. Lagerfeld? May, oh, maybe it was. Yeah, Could I, I think I heard that recently. Wow. So Joe brought us some Stillhouse Apple Pie Moonshine? Apple Crisp Whiskey. Yep, yeah. It's good. It's quite and nice. I've got a
1: cold coming on, so it feels really good. Yeah, for um, our listeners, I had a, a themed dinner and invited some, a couple over that we dine with, and it was an Appalachian country, uh, comfort food. And then I had Frickadillies. Your head went the same way mine did, (laughs) Barry. Squirrel? I, I, yeah. What else? I had Frickadillies. And again, some focal. (laughs) And we had, and people don't know what Frickadillies is. It's basically a little. No, I don't know. Pork, beef. Really good. Breadings, patty. You fry. Sounds good. And then you bake it in like a a cream of mushroom sauce. Very nice. It's really good.
2: Who prepared these? fine oh, oh you no, did. I did i did all of it uh,
1: and then we had corn
2: pudding oh that stuff's fantastic in a cast nice.
1: iron skillet yeah
2: we had that this
1: no you know what did it not get
0: made i i might have missed it
2: i had corn stuffing at uh, or not corn stuffing corn casserole i casserole, think casserole yeah which is i <laughs> yeah. love that stuff it's like my favorite one of my
1: favorite things that, about thanksgiving i'm a big fan of green bean casserole too which it's i only have nice. once a year yeah why why i don't know it's, i say the same thing I don't about like turkey them. i was like why do i only have a turkey once a year
0: we it's went through right. 44 pounds of turkey within a couple of days, um, Wow! four trays of mac and cheese. Wow. Um, yeah, we, we, we didn't have a lot of leftovers this year, uh, but hard, part of it was Ramel. I made him take home a goodie bag, and one of Victoria's friends apparently is in a residency right now and not eating. He's lost an obscene amount of weight because he's just- Too busy. Yeah, and just, you know, not doing, not mentally taking care of himself. So I was like, you got to go home with food, dude. So Adrian uh-huh. was insistent, and I vacuum sealed him. Yeah.
2: Nice. Very nice.
0: So uh, then when uh, we had Thanksgiving, and then on Friday was the Cousin Bowl. Oh, yeah, how'd that go? Um, let me tell you, this is my first year as coach of Dominic's team. He used to play. I used to play, but and I retired. Down, yeah. And I'm one of those players who they were like, well, we need to get him as a coach. He was such a hot player. <laughs> yeah, sure. He, he's got a mastermind <laughs> made for football. <laughs> um, my strategy was sound. Uh, I yelled at them at the beginning. I made fun of the other team. Um, and then uh, we ended up winning like thirty-five to fourteen, I think. Wow, domination! Uh, so, did you have
1: a stifling defense? It or? was the
0: first time it was dominated. Uh, our defense. Dominic got the game ceiling interception. Wow. Um, we uh, we just I don't know how it happened. I mean, obviously me uh, and my coaching strategy, but uh, but of it, course it was great because you know we're I'm yelling at them, and then we come to halftime, and I'm like. Hey, guys, just want to let you know, you guys, are, I'm so proud of you guys, you're doing so well, this is everything I could have dreamed of, just go out there. And... and then I gave a speech to the other team, and I was like, hey, guys, when's the last time you won Cousin Bowl? And it's like, last year, a couple of years ago, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, when's the last time Dominic won it? And I'm like, I think 2019. I'm like, you know what? It doesn't mean that much to you guys. I mean, I'm I'm not telling you how to play here, but I'm like, you ever heard of Make-A-Wish Foundation? You know, no one cares more about the Cousin Bowl than Dominic. And I was like, that is true. Then go, hey, now go out and play however you
2: want, guys. (laughs) See you later. So Dom, like, legitimately wants to win. It's, uh, n- it's not like I don't care what happens.
0: No, I don't think he legitimately wants someone He really just enjoys it. Okay. I mean, but he, he, his, he, he has not been on the winning team a lot. He wanted someone to kick a field goal. Oh. So when they were up 35-14, I think, and he was like, let me try and kick a field goal. Let me." I'm like, no, we're winning this game. No one's kicking a field goal on my team. And then so when it became apparent they, the other team was going to lose, they were like, We'll kick a field goal, and then Dominic was so happy that someone kicked a field goal. What
2: field do you guys play it
0: on? We went to Liberty Park, but I let Dominic buy like a like a little mini field goal that we oh. set up. <laughs> okay, and he was so happy we did that, and everything went Dominic's way yeah. this week. I mean, he was MVP of the legitimately MVP, and then <clears throat> we do cousin Olympics, and one of the events that I really have come to love, and God bless my uh, sister-in-law. Uh, Andrea and obviously and my sister Jill but Andrea really puts a lot of work into this every year and so the, one of the events this year was who wants to drink something you know slurp it through a straw if you can't finish it you can pass on but you had to nominate people for different activities and Dom was like I'll do it and it was like ground up turkey with ketchup <sighs> and gravy and stuff I knew it was you know because I smelled it I was like oh this brings back memories of when my mouth was wired shut and I, but I thought to myself Dominic's gonna drink this, no problem, because he like tastes things different than us. And sure enough, he won that event. He was so happy, and then Mm -hmm. uh, so he
2: didn't mind drinking it.
0: No. Oh wow. And then uh, so the last event is memes. So they each team gets to make three memes, Uh, and the theme this year was (sighs) cousin bowl, and two of the three were about Dominic. And I was like, these are so funny, but. I, I don't want to rate them the best because I want Dominic to feel bad because one was about – he's looking, he's like that frog, the yeah. teary frog guy, and <clears throat> he's like looking at a book of uh, reasons to live, and, and he's got a sad face on, and then it's Cousin Bowl, and he's happy like, with a tear in his eye. And one was uh, – because Dominic like, makes up obscure rules for them, <laughs> like, oh. like real rules from football, but the ones that no one ever uses. And it was like uh, – who's that Usher or whoever uh, who, with the, you know, he's got the red park on, he's all happy. And, and like the one meme. of them is he's got the uh, hand in his front of his face. Like, no, no, no. And it's like, you know, football rules. No, no, no. And it's like, it's right. oh, rules. Right. Dominic found about football. And it's like, Hey, it's Drake. It's Yeah. Drake. So, so that was the winning meme. And Dominic's like, I made that one. Right. And I was like, you made a funny <laughs> meme about yourself. Uh, so that was fun. And then Saturday is the thing with Joe. <clears throat> so, Every year we try and do something special. We did VR, we've done axe throwing, and we've done a bunch of different things. We were running out of ideas. Dakota came up with an idea. What if we did a murder mystery at the house, but we didn't tell anybody? So at first we tried to do it. At, we went to Green Valley Brewing, and I was trying to coordinate with them to do it there, like in the party room, but it's so busy there. I guess they didn't need to do it. But um, So the original concept was we got Joe involved. Joe was going to be one of the participants and he was going to bring his friends here for dinner on Saturday. And I had started this rumor that we were going to go for an excursion, but Joe was the impetus of this excursion. We needed Joe here. He was going to take us. I was was pivotal. I was talking about a party bus showing up and all this stuff. And then Joe got really
2: sick.
1: Oh,
0: so then we had to sort of pivot what we were going to do. So I started,
2: you got, you got sick on Thanksgiving weekend? Thanksgiving weekend. It was good.
0: He, he actually told me on, th- not good, you got sick, but he told me on Thanksgiving, you know, fair warning, the whole family's sick. You know, oh. we almost thought about coming home just in case, you know, you need to plan for Saturday. So I started putting a bug in everybody's ear, like, not like directly, but I'd be like, talking to Adrian and be like, hey, Joe just told me he's sick. I'm like, that that's, doesn't bode well for Saturday. And like things like that. Or Dakota and I would talk and be like, well, I, I assume we're still going, Dakota, that kind of stuff. So we get to Saturday and around one, uh, one or two, Joe's like, uh, officially, I probably shouldn't come, and I'm, and he's like, maybe it'll work out better actually. Mm. Now my sister in law had already grown super suspicious, like something's going on, right? And then that day she even said, I think it's a murder mystery. Oh wow! And uh, so then I was like, she Hey guys, it out. hey guys, just so you know, gotta cancel the event. It sucks. But uh, we were going to take a party bus and we were going to go to Stan Hewitt. And I, I swear it wasn't a real lie because Joe used to have a friend who was the night guy there at Stan Hewitt. I was like, yeah, we man. were going to get an after-hour tour. and the, Domic- the scenes. And Dominic's like, oh, my God, that it would be so awesome. And I was like, but, you know, Joe's sick and we can't go without him. His friend's just not going to let us go without Joe there. And so I canceled the bus. I said, but. Joe's got a buddy he's been working on this play with, who's a comedian, and he asked him if he'd be willing to come over here and roast everybody. I said so. The guy said he could come over for an hour. I gave him like information on all of you. So supposedly he's funny. You know he's gonna make fun of you. Is anybody here not you know okay with being made fun of? And so we went through all that, and so they they show up and. Uh, the guy; these people were fantastic, by the way. But uh, they show up, and it's him, his Russian manager, which should have been a clue to everybody, right? <laughs> he's holding a fake lit cigar, and his girlfriend, and he's just like, "Hey, you know." So
2: they were all part of the show.
0: Yeah, gotcha. So they come in, and I'm like, uh, "Where do you need to set up?" And they, they, we talk a little bit about Joe and stuff like that, and then his wife shows up, and it's like, "Oh." Why, you know, so the girlfriend's here and I'm here and it's a uh, whole thing. And still people are like gabbing away. And I'm going around to people because, you know, I sort of took over Joe's spot, which is, you know, hey guys, uh, this seems pretty weird. Uh, we should really probably pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. And then I was like, fucking Joe. And I'm like, God fucking damn, how well do you know this guy? So I try and call him. He doesn't pick up. And then Aiden shows up, which is perfect because I'm like, I go over to my family. I'm like, Joe's too sick to come over. So his family's sick? Aiden's here. And I'm like, Aiden's like, you want me to call my dad? So he does. And Joe picks up and we do this whole thing. Like, Joe, how well do you know this guy? What the fuck? Like, And I'm like going off on my phone like, his wife and his girlfriend are here. They're arguing. Like, did you know? How well do you know him? And he's like, well, not really well. We did a couple reads together. So I think everybody but my sister-in-law, maybe my sister, was – Sort of knew something was going on, but still didn't understand exactly. Mm-hmm. This guy goes up, he starts his little act, and then he drinks, takes a drink of water, and he's just like, <coughs> uh, uh, <coughs> he sits down, he goes, hey, I sit down for a second, and he goes, <coughs> and he keels over, it. and i immediately like, while he's coughing, because my uh, niece is uh, in residency and her boyfriend's a <laughs> fireman, I'm going, go up and help him, go up and help him, and they're like, we're off duty,
2: like because oh they were drunk, gosh.
0: and she was like, I'm not doing anything when I'm drunk. And uh, <laughs> that's
2: awesome. <laughs> so the guy pretended to die. Yeah, he yeah. dies and
0: then he becomes a detective. And it was great. I mean, it was just I mean, they were really funny and they talked to everybody and the story was good. And, you know, it worked out that Joe wasn't there because that threw my sister in law, off. I think, just a little bit because she she thought we were going somewhere for the murder mystery. Gotcha. So when I said it was canceled, she was like, eh, well, I'm sure then when the comedian came in, she was like... Oh, so that was all
2: a smokescreen.
0: Yes. yes. You fooled me. Yeah. See? Yeah. See?
2: So that was... See, the was idea, very though. elaborate.
0: <laughs> we wanted to have a murder mystery where
1: nobody knew what was happening until the guy died. Right. But it's funny because... So I'm on a text with this, this company or this guy and then Andy and Adrian and Dakota, who were the only people who were in on it. And he's like, I want to make sure that when I die, nobody called 911 <laughs> and like nobody tries to you know help me out. And then we're, you know, Andy's like, okay, yeah, we'll, you know, okay, we'll make sure of it. And then like Adrian's like, okay, but just so you know, <laughs> she starts listening. To, like, I, uh, one of them's an ER doctor, one of them's a, you know, fire paramedic, one of them's whatever, you know, just listening to all, all these qualifications of these people in this room. So, yeah, as soon as he went down, the Russian guy was like,
0: it's okay, it's
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And he, know, was, he was great. Was I he? mean, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's funny. But they stayed in character the whole time. Did even, you know all the people? I didn't know any of no. them. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, actually, we're, I was trying to use it as an introduction to Joe to get involved with this this group. Yeah. It, it's the uh, Dinner Detectives. Maybe you've heard of them. They, they do a lot of stuff in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, But they yeah. were really good, and they, they've obviously mm. had some serious improv training. Yeah. Although Adrian was like, the main guy was nervous because he looked up your IDMDB, and he was like, Ah, oh, Andy's done a lot <laughs> of things. <laughs> and I was like, I, I did go with the flow. I think I was... Yeah. I was fairly decent at my improv. Like I was just like, I'm going to play this up. I mean, but still trying to get people involved, especially Dakota's friends, who Dakota I was hoping would pick up the slack on her friends who were super loud while stuff was going on. I was like, get your friends to pay attention, dude. But yeah, everybody enjoyed
1: it. That's awesome. I'm Sounds glad that, I'm time. glad that went through because I was concerned there that I didn't realize like when I talk to the guy, so there's two guys. There's one guy that I don't know whether he runs the company or what. Yeah, Todd runs the company. Yeah, Todd. So I talked to Todd and Todd's like, um, I heard, you know, you're going to help out with this. I was like, yeah. He's like, all I'll probably need you to do is just spread rumors about validating this comedian. Oh, I, you know, I've, I've seen him downtown or gotcha. I've seen some Facebook. You know, I was like, all right, I can do that. There's not much improv in that, no. right? And then I talked to the guy that was actually going to be doing it. And he's like, okay, so it seems like you're kind of the guy, kind of guy that could call in a comedian. Spur of the moment, and I was like, maybe. <laughs> you uh, are? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, it, it turns out I was going to have a much larger role. So then when uh, I was sick, I was like, shit, I got to let Handy know. And it actually probably turned out for the best, especially if if, if your sister-in-law was
0: well, suspicious. She you said,
1: would, I listened to the podcast, and
0: you and Joe were talking about him, how he does murder mysteries. And so mm. that got me thinking, you guys are doing a murder mystery which wasn't really the case, but sort of, I might've been like, I might got some work for you, Joe. I might've said that, Mm -hmm. but she, she's pretty astute. (laughs) She's smart. And I was like, shit, how do I get her off the tail? I spent all afternoon, like, just like, and Adrian just, you know, I'm sorry because I was being mean to you and I was yelling at you, but I was like, hold it. It's ruined. Adrian, Mm -hmm. this sucks. And she would be like, no, it'll be fine. I'm like, Just shut up, Adrian. Like, I was just, like, being, like, down in the dumps and, like, I
1: can't believe this fell through, kind of, like, from, like, one till five. See, I thought it would have been a more accurate scenario if Adrian would have planned some excursion, right? But then she scheduled it for the wrong day or forgot to call somebody, Mm -hmm. which... Yeah, that would have been good. Could have probably happened, right? Yes. And then Andy gets really pissed Mm -hmm. and gives her shit, and then Andy, you know, through his local connections...
2: Calls up a comedian. I've so been it, to one... Murder we'll use that next year. Next <laughs> year. I was going to say that too. I've been to one murder mystery in my whole life. And it was a work event. And it was at that car museum down by Case Western. I forget the, what the name of that car museum is. Right? Oh, or yeah. That's like that. it. Yeah. It was there. We had dinner and got to walk around and look at all the cars. And there were guys that were explaining different things about the cars. And that was quite interesting. And then I didn't know where this murder mystery starts after right after <sighs> dinner. And it was... Boring, stupid. <laughs> I couldn't, I had no idea what was going on. Uh, you know, they wanted you to guess who did it. I had I, I had nothing to go on. I, I, I was like, I don't, I just shut, just leave me alone, just leave me out of this. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure that sometimes it's great, but I, I had a hard time following it. I forget whether I've, I don't recall whether I talked about this on, but recently, one of
1: the most recent murder mysteries I did, um, So there's somebody, uh, one of the people in the the cast Mm -hmm. kills two people, right? Oh, wow. And I'm the detective. And so I accuse her of the first murder. And then she automatically skips to the end and, like, pulls out a gun. So I have to shoot her. And then at the very end, like, when she's laying dead, I was like, you also killed Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So she skipped part of the script? She skipped part of me accusing her in, like, a bunch of dialogue for the second murder. So... You know, I take away, you know, one of the other person that's guilty and I leave, right? And that's the end of the show. And I, I hear somebody say, I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the worst. Yeah. And then
1: we're like, thank you, everybody. Thank you for coming.
0: I <laughs> was like, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Do you remember? How, so we, Joe and I were in one flew over the cuckoo's nest and the lead oh, did yeah. not know his lines opening night. Yeah. And he was just skipping massive sections. Like pages of and, pages of dialogue. And, and like Like impor- stuff that was important to what happens later. Mm-hmm. And everybody was trying to get him back. Like, mm-hmm. oh, but you forgot to, mm-hmm. you know, you forgot about blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he'd just keep going. Yeah. Like, like, and I was just like, all
1: right. <laughs> so the first night he did that,
2: he played the Jack Nicholson character? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: He literally skipped probably four pages of dialogue. Oh, right? my goodness. And it sets up a lot of stuff for, like, later on in the show. And so that afterwards, he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. And I was like, he's like, it's not going to happen again. I was like, well, you know what? If it does happen again, this is what I'm going to do, right? You're going to try next to bring him The next freaking back. day, he did the exact same thing. Oh, my god. And gosh. I did what I said I was going to do, and he picked up on some of it, so we were able to yeah. go back a little bit. But I was like, damn, dude, that just happened yesterday. Yeah. And he's like, I know. Yeah.
0: yeah. That was not- Afterwards, he was yeah, after that one, he, he yeah. did a good job. Yeah. I mean, I did one where a guy obviously didn't know his lines, never bothered to memorize them, yeah. and every night it was like, here we go again. I, uh, where are we going to end up with his segment? Because he had this whole segment. Joe probably knows the show I'm talking about. He was like, he had a shtick, and he thought, oh, I'll just do my shtick, and everybody laughs, so I, I can just get away with not saying any of my dialogue, and who cares what mm-hmm. happens you know, the
1: next two-thirds of the show. And every night I was just like, okay. Yeah. I remember one show you were in, one guy yelled out line during the show, which is something you know you do, do in rehearsal. You're doing I, think, rehearsals. I think it was this show. Yeah. He yelled out line, and like everybody in the cast, because I wasn't in it, I was just in the audience. Everybody in the cast looks at the guy like, fuck, dude. Nobody's going to give you a line right now.
2: <laughs> my, my kids were in a couple shows with Joe, and I, I had to, I, because my kids were in the show, I literally went to every show and some of the rehearsals. So I knew all the dialogue. Oh. And there were times when people would screw up, and I just and Joe would bring them back around to where they were supposed to be, and I was like, "Holy fuck! It's so incredible." I I don't maybe that's common thing. I don't know enough about stage acting, but you you do have done an unbelievable job that I've seen.
0: A lot of people don't realize that when you're acting, you're not just learning your own lines yeah you're yeah. trying to know everybody's line mm-hmm. so you first of all your reaction is normal so mm-hmm. you're not just being like mm-hmm, i said my line now i'll wait for you to say your my, line now it's my turn now it's your turn but but just for that reason because you know you have to help out your fellow actor mm-hmm. and with someone like joe who has had you know bigger roles where he's got to memorize a lot of lines that's that's commendable you know thank you for
1: that perry but i, I would like to say it, it is only me but I do know a lot of people that just know, I mean they know what's going on, right? They it's not they don't just focus on their lines, they focus on the entire
2: scene and just yeah. like what's what needs to be conveyed and they can they It's can do it's that. impressive. Dave Ludick is another one who Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he, he was good at Mary that. Poppins. Yeah. He went out there and killed two three minutes yeah. because there was something going on backstage. Oh,
1: I remember that.
2: I think I was there that night. Yeah. The guy yeah. was such a pro. Yeah. 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 And what's
1: funny about that is like Anybody else you would tell to do that? Many other people you would. I they'd freak say, the fuck out. They'd freak the fuck out. Yeah. I was like, David, I need you to go out there and kill a couple minutes. He's yeah. like, okay. He just and, goes out there and and it hey, was a and folks. the crowd <laughs> fucking yeah. loved yeah. it.
2: That guy's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He truly is. That was fun. Did he become a councilman or not?
1: He did not. He uh, lost. I know. But he handled it really well. You know, he called his opponent, congratulated him. He didn't say that the, he, <laughs> it was he won. Election lie. No. <laughs> Fake news. No hey, speaking of
2: politics, I got
1: some facts. Love it. So, have you guys watched the news re- recently about Jocelyn Carter? Is that her name? Jocelyn? Roslyn. Roslyn. Roslyn Carter. She died. Right. Yeah. Did you see them wheeling Jimmy Carter? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I and did. I did not see the video of it. I heard about it, though. Oh, my I God. I saw it. Does he look pretty bad? Oh, my God, Barry. Is he 100 years old? He's 99. Yeah. It, and listen. I I have nothing against Jimmy Carter. I appreciate everything he's done, mostly after office. Because in office, he was like, mm. yeah. so sorry, um, and everything they've done. But that dude, <laughs> he looked like a corpse. <laughs> his mouth—I know he's in hospice, right? Yeah. Uh, but his, yeah. I mean, it was—he had a, in a wheelchair and a blanket on, like his mouth wide open, like he couldn't shut his mouth, type mm-hmm. of thing, and it looked bad. Anyways,
2: I got some facts about Jimmy Carter. All oh, right, sounds he, good. Um. People think he's going to die, like, immediately now that Rosalind's gone. A lot of, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, they've known each other since they were three weeks old. Did you know that? (laughs) Oh, my God, that's not on my facts. It's not on your facts. No, I
1: didn't get that one. It's
2: true. Good way to kick it off, though. Yeah. Uh,
1: Well, first of all, do you know what number president he was? Mm, Let me see. 37.
0: Uh, uh, 38. 39. (laughs) I knew it was in the 30s. I just threw that out there because I. Barry's
1: you know, can close without going to be, over. That seems to be good important. Good job. <laughs> um, and then I, you know, I tried to find stuff that like um, people could go back after this podcast and be at a dinner table, you know, like my sister, Marianne, who came to visit, which we'll talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, she came up here
2: for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, nice. But before, no, before Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving. Um, did you guys go down to Middletown for Thanksgiving or something? No, no, no you did we not. I rented a gotcha. Oh, good. That's fun.
1: We'll talk about that too. Um, you know, he was the first U.S. president born in a hospital.
2: I've heard that before, but I couldn't have told you that ten ten seconds ago if you had asked me. Right next to Rosalind. He was supposed that. to be valedict- valedictorian,
1: but skipped school on senior day, so that those zero marks gave him a salutatorian. Am I bothering you? That's my but dentist. Is that an alarm?
2: <laughs> my dentist calling. <laughs> Saying what you got the results back, you got a cavity. That was literally your dentist. We got the results back. He's saying you have an appointment uh, coming up next Thursday or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is it automated it, or is no, it no? It's like it a really robocall. No, it's a robocall. Uh, that guy that, that yeah, never mind. Go ahead.
1: Anyways, uh, he missed out on valedictorian because he skipped school for senior day. Ah. Uh. As a side note, uh, I thought it was valedictorian. Until I read this article, and I was like, really? It's valedictorian? What
2: did you think it was? Valedictorian.
1: Valedictorian.
2: Uh, How many people do you think looked at you funny when, after you said that throughout your life? Eh, most people probably can't understand what I'm saying anyways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I humble. didn't pick up
1: on it. <laughs> so I would say not too many, but it was one of those things I felt like I should fess up to. Also, he only, he only went through 11 grades because Georgia— didn't have a twelfth grade until 1945 oh. as a state. Um, oh, he started the uh, he started the tradition of presidents walking in the inaugural parade, inaugural parade. Oh wow, nobody did that before him. Correct. Thank Interesting. You, thank you, Barry. Uh, he was a submariner in the U.S. Navy. Oh, I heard that too. Yeah, pretty impressive. And he lived in public housing right after the Navy because they didn't have. Housing, you know, this sh- shortage, mm-hmm, the boom, mm-hmm. uh, which is what drove his involvement in Habitat for Humanity. Oh yeah, and he's five ten. <laughs> it's
0: just my height. I always got- thought he was smaller. We would have gotten along great. He might have shrunk since that.
1: Five ten. Trust me, he's yeah. shrunk a lot. Shrunk. I started to go down the rabbit hole of like this peanut farm and Billy Carter. Oh, good old Billy Beer. Billy Beer. Do
2: you guys have a beer can collection?
1: I I had started one, but it was just yeah I had, couldn't afford yeah. a lot of the beers that I wanted to include in it.
2: I had a couple full Billy beers in in my really
1: yeah. Nice. I had a Houda beer back in the eighties. I, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Hudapole. Mm-hmm. They came up with a a beer. I had that for the longest time.
2: Some comedian has a great bit about beer can collections. I think it might be Jim Gaffigan. He's like. You're c- literally collecting other people's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but it looks nice in a case in your basement. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is it the winking lizard in on Miles that has that big wall of a bunch of old cans? I think so. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's all the Jimmy Carter facts. I didn't so, want to bore you guys too do long. Do we want to
0: do an under over on... How long he has left? Oh, Any day now, man. Uh, I think I would you've say been by the end of that the year. long. By the end of the year, for sure. I'm gonna say December 9th. It's today,
2: November twenty ninth. Today. I love you,
0: Jimmy, but I know you want to go with Rosalind now. December
1: sixteenth.
2: Okay. I would think he wants to celebrate Christmas. Really, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna hold out. Yeah, I think Christmas no, is gonna good. be super depressing for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. you think it's gonna do it? It would be for me. Yeah,
0: because no one can give you presents now. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, or, or when you get shit, you're like, damn it, I'd really enjoy this. Or she had some gifts already wrapped. You have to open them. <laughs> stop,
2: stop it. <laughs> So speaking of history, on this day in 2001, George Harrison died. Oh, really? Very sad. Yeah. He was 58. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Seems like he was older, but he wasn't. He was I 58. I totally agree. Yeah. Because I also looked up when Billy
1: Carter died. He was 51. Yeah. He, make, he, makes he, sense. Yeah. Really?
0: He, he didn't live the most healthy lifestyle. <laughs> A little bit of an alcoholic. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. It's that peanut butter and, <laughs> and
2: beer. So I got a bunch of, be- I, got, I have a few Beatles trivia questions. Yeah. Great. I thought Please you guys do. could try yeah. out. I'm okay. glad Dave's not here too, so I had a chance. I was going to say, yeah, Dave will be uh, guessing these uh, on the replay. Just days. walk with his dog.
0: Know, I'm, not a, I'm not a big Beatles fan.
2: Yeah, yeah You yeah. may know that some of these anyway. The Beatles' first record, Please Please Me. This is a true or false, by the way. I think these are all true or false. Good. No, I like it. (laughs) Their first record, Please Please Me, hit number one on the pop chart. False. Totally false. It is false. Yeah. Number two The Beatles performed All You Need Is Love for the first time on the first global television network. Mm. True. No. It's true. Good job, Andy. See, you know all about the Beatles. I'm, I'm just taking educated What's guesses. the global? Is that like a European? Global? I've seen the footage. It's quite interesting. Um, I, there's all kinds of cool, crazy facts about that. But yeah, it was broadcast all over the world and like half a billion people watched it or something. This was
1: before the Ed Sullivan show?
2: Yeah. No, that wasn't a worldwide global. The first time they but, played that song was on that worldwide global broadcast. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um George Harrison was the youngest member of the Beatles, true or false?
0: Yes. I'm gonna say no.
2: False. It's true. He's the youngest by by I think a year or so. That was my calculations as well. John was the oldest. True. I believe. As far as I know. Number, number four, the Beatles album Abbey Road is named for a prominent church in London. Uh, true. Yes. False. Damn it. It's named after a street where their recording studio is. Yeah, but the street oh, yeah. was named. Not after a
1: Was the fact that the Abbey was probably on that church at some point in time. That's the way every street's named.
2: Okay, turns out it is true. It's it's true. Nice. Oh, great. We changed history. <laughs> Number five. Uh, there's eight questions, by the way. Number five. Ringo Starr was not the first drummer of the Beatles to reform. True. Who was? What was the guy's name? Uh, George Best. Pete Best. Pete, Pete Best. Yeah. Damn Number six. The Beatles' first hit song was "Please Please Me." True or false? Uh, no, false. Correct. It was. Help. Love me do. Love me do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like how you're following up with something. <laughs> I know. I love my just following up. My
2: but, correct answer was something false. But but with uh, you know vigor and. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number seven, the Beatles were influenced by Little Richard.
0: Uh, tr- I want to say
1: true, but I'm going to say false. <laughs> that genre.
0: Their yes. style
1: or their yeah genre. But I think there was somebody else, and I forget the guy's
0: name. I'm going to say false. I'm going to say true to the music, but false to their look. I agree.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so false. The answer is true. And incidentally, Karen just called and said she was influenced by Lord Richard last night.
0: Oh, <laughs> hey, oh, hey!
1: Sorry,
2: you're good no. at improv. Too. <laughs> or did so, you type it's that it's in? in? It's typed. No, in. I <laughs> didn't type that in. <laughs> Insert joke here. Number eight, number eight. Final question. Only two of the Beatles played on the song "Eleanor Rigby." Mm, true. False. It's false. Yeah, only, only one. Uh oh Paul. I would have said more. Oh I I thought two or less. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was Paul just Paul sang, and they brought in a string quartet for the rest. Wow. Well you won, Joe, I think. Yeah, I think so. But I wasn't keeping track well unless you throw in my secondary incorrect answers. <laughs> so I, I got some I have two bonus weed questions. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. You got something you want to say about weed first? Well, no, or? I had some I actually had some I written
1: down something about music, but Oh no fine. go
2: ahead. You go yeah. ahead and ask yours first. Or you know, make your fun fact.
1: And it's not a fun fact. It's just an observation. Gotcha. So, uh, when I got in my car, I got access to Sirius XM.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Really enjoying it, right? Uh, I find myself gravitating to the '80s. '80s at eight. The '80s channel.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The golden age
1: of music, in my opinion. I agree as well, and this is why I think that is because whenever I hear a song, it takes me back to a certain place in time, right? right? And the 80s take me back to some of my most impressionable eras in my life. It takes me back to like my last two years of middle school Mm -hmm. where I'm learning about girls and puberty, right? Takes me all through high school and all through college. Yep. I mean, that's a perfect- It's it's your heyday. And it's like totally different, er even though it was a short time frame, it was totally different eras of my life. And the videos were amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, MTV was incredible. The music was amazing. I, 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 yeah,
1: and I have stuff that reminds me of you know eighth grade. I have stuff that reminds me of high school. I have stuff that reminds mm-hmm. me of college, and you know, so just all kinds of different aspects. So I started thinking. I, I feel bad for people whose high school and college span decades,
2: because mm-hmm.
1: like, what do you what do you choose to listen
2: to? Right, you choose to listen to eighties or nineties. You know what I think about sometimes when we were in high, in high school and college, and it was the eighties. We thought of 50s music as like the oldest, <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> crappiest music. Like, like, I'm like oh my God, I can't believe anybody ever Happy listened to this. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to the hop, that yeah. kind of yeah. shit. You're like, oh my God, this stuff is so, so old ancient. and nasty. Oh, and God. we were closer to that you than know. we are to 80s music now. I know. You know? But I so just, if you at, use we're that, even farther
1: away from that than we are to 80s music now. <laughs> so if you think about that, so the 50s version of 80s music is what? 90s today, it's grunge like Nirvana and stuff, oh,
2: yeah. and which you do you know
0: you do see making like a little comeback, mm-hmm. right?
1: Oh, I did just say that, Barry. Sorry,
2: just keeping it real. Oh, yeah, it anyway. So, that's like,
1: so what I like to do now is I just I put it on 80s. I find I enjoy
2: the 80s channel more just because it takes me many different places in my life. One thing I like listening to uh, 80s compilations and 80s channels, I like listening to those because. You hear things and you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't heard that in 40 years or whatever. Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's not my favorite music. It's just, it brings up the best of memories. Yeah, I hear you. Or most wider range of memories. Like, I can listen to
2: like... You're more of a hard rock guy.
1: Uh, Yeah. Like, The Who. Not so much
2: like 80s alternative. Exactly, or 80s, no. Huh? Yeah. Or English wave, new, right. no, new wave. I'm more of a classic rock uh, <coughs> in grunge. Actually, kind of a grunge guy, too. Yeah. So. All right, got a couple weed questions. Great. It ties in with my amazing book report from last time. Yeah. Which you got a good grade on, by the way. Thank you very much. Which country grows the most weed?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Because I know the obvious answer and it's going to be wrong. Is it legal weed or just. Just weed, period. Just weed, yeah. United States.
1: I would say, well, I mean, I want to say Mexico. Probably a lot of weed in
2: Mexico. Strong. Oh. Okay. It's, it is the United States. <sighs> but what country is second? <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> Canada.
2: Nope. No,
0: it's going to be something weird. It I is. <sighs> Don't know. Yes, I guess.
2: Mexico. Nope. Colombia? I think Dave Goldstein might have an idea. Oh, well, that makes sense. Israel.
1: <laughs>
2: no. Oh. Morocco. Yep, Morocco. They're number two. Now we know why Dave went to Morocco. Uh, is it is it legal in Morocco? I don't know. I assume they smoke hash, right? Yeah,
0: probably. I mean, I've seen enough movies of, uh, you know... Stereotypical Moroccans, and they're always in those dens. Hook, hookah pipes. Hookas, they're always sitting smoking. on pillows.
2: Yeah. There's always that music playing. Wearing fezzes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. If he didn't come home with a fez. You got to get a fez. I'm going to be pissed.
1: A velvet fez. And it better like be a, like authentic. Yes. Yeah. With a real deal. Not like felt and right. like some cardboard. I want it to be okay. like fitted and real. A I'm sure yellow they, tassel. I'm yeah. sure
0: they took him to the tourist fez store. You got well, go to go. The... Well,
1: are, these are authentic American, or uh,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Moroccan fezes. And then <laughs> they leave just like, yeah, sucker. Ne- <laughs> never mind that made in China sticker. <laughs> yeah. Sucker. Okay, second and final, uh no. I have two more weed Whoa, questions. Good. It's yeah. growing like weed. How many?
0: <laughs> uh, Barry, Barry is like the comedian yeah. at the murder mystery. I think
2: it's
1: this. Wait, is this a murder mystery? I'm, I'm not.
2: Yeah. Surprise! <laughs> Come on out, guys. <laughs> How many pounds was in the largest seizure of weed oh, in U.S. My history? God, it's got to be like if you <sighs> if you get within a million pounds. Oh. You get it right. I imagine it had to be in some sort of boat. 500 million. <laughs> <laughs> <Pounds>. 8 million. <laughs> Joe's closer. <laughs> 6.4 million pounds. Whoa. was the largest seizure of weed in U.S. history.
1: That's so many tons.
2: That's like a lot of weed. That's like Snoop Dogg's basement amount of weed. Wow, I bet you somebody went to prison for that. <laughs> they did for at least a
1: week. That probably rocked the U.S. prices, too. I would assume. Yeah, I
2: probably was like, I can't get my weed anymore, man. What happened? <laughs> okay, third and final weed question. True or false, George Washington grew weed at true. Mount Vernon. <laughs> I would assume true because it's hemp. You know, they probably used yeah. it for all kinds of yeah. shit. he did. He he did grow at Mount Vernon,
1: and
0: he liked to smoke one while he listened to the reggae man.
2: One Another interesting thing I heard today about weed: there's three different types of cannabis plants. There's one that grows in Eastern Europe and it has lower THC, and then there's two other ones, and they have names that you've heard before, uh, but I, and I forget what they are. But there's three different types. I never knew that till today.
1: I like the fact that you said you heard this so like do you listen to like a radio station or a podcast I
2: actually read it sorry okay yeah I prefer you like WED know, yeah. <laughs> radio where do you hear such weed <laughs> news
0: <laughs> I'll weed all the time 24-7 that's good Barry, thank thanks you. yeah I like those facts Joe you got something about your sister visited oh yeah so my my sister um, why wasn't I informed <laughs> You did
1: show up oh yeah
0: that's right I was there <laughs>
1: <laughs> so my sister was on I like, got extended because she's a teacher I oh. to extend to holiday to break and she's like coming up she like, came
2: up by herself yeah I was like okay she lives down in southeastern or Dayton. Southwest Ohio Dayton. Dayton. gotcha what's what school district Miamisburg Miamisburg I used to go live Vikings I used to live in Miamisburg
1: yeah. um anyway so she comes up and you know uh we went for a hike on she came up Sunday went for a hike and then we went and met Andy and um, Scott and Carol at uh, Winking Lizard in Peninsula. Awesome, right? Because we're always talking about Winking Lizard. And when we went there, they uh, you remember they do that Polar Express gig.
2: Yeah, right? I've, I've been on it.
1: So we go there and like we, we didn't know they were doing it. And they had like behind the Winking Lizard, they have that depot there. Right. And everything's all lit up. And there were like a bunch of like elves and like Santa's. Right. And like we, we go up to this building and like all like like a Santa walks out this building. We're like, oh cool, there's Santa. And then another Santa walks out. And then there's like four, five, six, seven Santa's that walked out. And we're like, what's going on here? So this lady taps us on the shoulder and she's like, the Polar Express is coming. And we're like, Really? Fuck she's yeah. like, Yeah. She's like, Do you want to participate? We're like, what do you mean? She's like put on this elf costume and you just wave at the kids when the the train comes in. She's Sounds like, awesome. She's like, it's, it's incredible. It's awesome. So we all just, you know, we're meeting Andy and, 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 uh, supposed to be Andy and Scott and Carol inside and we're like, just texting them. We're like, we're going to be late. <laughs> we're being <laughs> elves. So we put on this elf costume and like this train comes by and all these kids are like glued, you know, to the side, you know, like waving at us, you know, and like, it's probably, I don't know, 500 yards of just, like, elves and, like, you know, people and Christmas shit, because they're yeah. supposed to be at the North Pole. Right. But the whole reason they do it is because everybody's distracted and looking out these windows waving at us. Well, on the other side, a Santa is getting into each car. Car, Right. There's, so there's got to be more than one. Right. Because yep. there's
2: no time for the one Santa to go exactly. through the
1: whole thing. Exactly. So we're watching, you know, distracting the kids, and they're waving at us, you know, and they're giving us little hard signs. It was really cute and everything. Um and then Santa walks in, and then the kids are like, "Bye, yeah. <laughs> done with you." It was really fun, though.
2: I took my son yeah. Liam on that ride when he was like two, and he, Mike, he's a very outgoing kid, and he's not shy at all. And he hated it. He really? was completely freaked out by it and scared to death, especially by Santa. Oh, I don't know why he's ne- like he's never done that, but he hated that ride it's—I guess it's kind of a ride. It's a train it ride. Yeah, it's yeah. I loved it. I thought it was fun, but I was sad that he hated it so much. But
1: apparently, you just—you can like—they do it like four or five nights a week, a couple out, you know, a couple times each night. Yeah. And they just basically have this big bin of like elf costumes, and, and anybody can just jump anybody in. can do it. That's and they, fun. they want as many people as they can get because they want to make it special for the kids. So I, we wouldn't mind going back again.
2: It does look very. I, maybe realistic isn't the right word it looks produced you know and it's great I, th- I think the kids especially if they're a little older than my son was it looks like you're at the nor- like a shop like if people went shopping in the North Pole that's what it would look like yeah, yeah.
1: well yeah you're just like in a train and like everything's dark yeah. right and you're like oh this sucks you know yeah. besides there's people on the train that are trying to sell it but then all of a sudden you pull up to this depot and then they've got this whole field of lights and yeah. Just, yeah it is awesome it's fun Anyway, Sounds so uh, and then the next day we went up and we went to,
2: <laughs> we weren't going to go to the Christmas story house. Mm.
1: They wanted $18. Whew. New owners. Yeah.
2: Not, not worth $18. <laughs> so the guy who bought the Christmas, you guys may know this story, so stop me, but the guy who bought the Christmas story house was the guy who was running the whole operation before. Yes. And
1: he most recently bought it?
2: Yes. Oh, yes. uh, okay. Yeah. Because I knew there was some. Yeah. He was the. You know the operator of okay. the whole thing. Uh, he was like the CEO or something like that, and he, they made some kind of an equity deal where you know he is buying it over time or something like that because okay. they, they 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 were afraid. I know one of the groups that tried to buy it was some of the guys that were in the movie. Mm-hmm. I like think it was Grover Dill was one of the people that that actor was one of the guys who was trying to buy it, and and they actually got into like a scuffle. The the owner and the, and that actor and they, he's like get the hell out of here, don't come back. I don't know what happened, uh, but they, that was in the news. So they eventually, came, you know, worked out this deal with the guy who was running it to uh, to, to buy it. Because it's like that house and like four or
1: five other houses and the museum and everything. Yeah,
2: yeah. there's a museum yeah. across the street. They bought the Bumpus house next door.
1: Yep. Yeah. So we just we went into the store. We walked around. We got our picture taken in front of it, and we were like, "That's good." Mm-hmm.
2: And then we went to West Side Market. We were like, West "So West awesome." Market. My son's been going to Tri-C every Saturday for the um, Jazz Academy, the Youth Jazz Academy. And so I go to uh, Westside Market every Saturday and just kind of hang out and buy food. And so I love that place. Yeah. Best place in Cleveland. I have a good story. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So Andy and I went to see this comedian named called Gary Goldman. Right. Right. I had a great time. I should have bought Andy's dinner, but like the guy brought the checks out because Andy paid for my ticket. Yeah. So like, after all, I was like, why the he, fuck didn't I buy Andy's dinner? He didn't have to. I, I was, sh- I, I had
0: an extra ticket.
2: I should have. Anyway. Um, that's a great story. Yeah. So <laughs> <But> the end. <laughs> we went to the show. It was a fan. That was probably top three shows, com- com- comedy shows I've ever seen in my entire life. It was amazing. It was had you
1: not fun. heard any of the, his bit for that show? Everything he it did was new to me. It was, it was new. To to okay. Yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, was
2: new. yeah. Like all new. Yeah. I've heard everything, everything that's on YouTube that he's ever done. I've heard. Okay. Um, and but that was all new. And it's all um, not from his book but in the same vein as the book which is about his life. Okay. okay. So. Um, so maybe 10 15 minutes into the show <laughs> 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 this lady is like who's who's down in front maybe the seventh row or something like that on the on stage right is just talking uh in a full voice during the show probably making comments sort of like this yeah just like we're talking <laughs> right now that's how she's sitting there talking during the show um and i and i, and I, and I, I did notice her wasn't really we're, we were far enough away even though we were on that side of the auditorium we were far enough away it wasn't really bothering me but it was definitely bothering gary <laughs> yeah. dolman the, the comedian so he finally, he's like, who the fuck is talking over here? What, <laughs> what are you doing? You know, at least tell me to shut the fuck up. And he's like, could somebody come do something? Or could somebody come police this area is what he said. Yeah. And he continued with the show. Not even a minute later, he's like, all right, I, fuck you. I give up. I'm You know, we got to do something about this. Why do you fucking come to a comedy show and just sit there and talk? And they... The people that work down there at Playhouse Square are volunteers oh, and, they're, yeah. and they're generally of you know, a certain sixty-five age. Yes. plus. Yes. So they're being generous. Yeah. So they find the biggest, fattest guy. <laughs> and they tell him youngest. <laughs> which is seventy-five. He might have been the youngest. They're like, you know, go over there and see what's going on. So he comes over and he stands at the end of the row where all this chatter is going on. And finally he's like Okay, you got it. You got that. She doesn't stop talking, and after another minute or so, he's like, "You got to go. Let's go." And he's waving to her, "Come on, let's get out of here. You got to go. You got to get up and go." And she won't budge. And she probably sat there with him telling her to get up. What maybe three or four minutes? And he's standing there just telling her, "Get up, get up, get up." And, and at this point, it's distracting to everyone. It right? really was. And Gary Goleman ignored the whole thing uh, until later. <laughs> so. The the guy, the usher, volunteer guy with the red jacket, he finally gives up and they bring a cop who is working there that yeah, night, yeah. probably for just such an emergency. Cop comes over and he's like, listen, I don't know what he said to her because we couldn't hear her, but I'm assuming he said, listen, you got to get up and go or you're going to get arrested. So finally she stands up and starts walking out and everybody starts to like clap oh, a little sure. bit. Yeah. It wasn't super obnoxious. She gets literally one foot away from Andy, where she where Andy is sitting. She's standing right next to him. He could have reset it and touched her with with T Rex arms. And she goes, "Y'all old racist!" She, okay, she's screaming this. Yeah. At, at, like everyone heard her. She's literally screaming at the top of her lungs. Y'all old racist bitches fuck you, fuck your mama, fuck your grandma. And at that point, she was out of the auditorium. But it was really fucking hilarious. I turned, I turned to Barry and I said, hurtful. It was just, I'm, I'm just like, it's, it's so perfect that she's literally standing right next to Andy when she starts screaming her head off. Andy and I were at the bar. At the Hannah Theater. Uh, I don't know if you've you, You've probably been yeah, there one yeah, yeah. million. So there's like a bar where you can sit, and that's where we were.
0: And I got those tickets because I knew Adrian. I'd be like, one place Adrian's going to want to sit, right at the bar. I thought, oh, what a great seats. I got her, and then I took Barry, which was just as good, I'm sure. And you probably enjoyed it more than she would, to be honest, because she was like, who's Gary
2: Goldman? Yeah, I'm such a big fan. He was so amazing. And what did Gary say later? <laughs> Do you remember? Uh... I'm sure I will once you say it. It's
0: a Thursday. Who's getting that that
2: whatever wasted on a Thursday? I forgot. Yeah, as soon as she walks out the door, he's like, "On a Thursday."
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was great. What was even better for me? He comes out on stage, and the first thing he does, he goes, "All right, it's uh, eight fifteen right now." I promise. I promise. I will have you guys out no later than 9.40. Right? <laughs> he's like, he's it's like, it's yes. a Thursday night. I know a bunch of you gotta go to work. I know a bunch of you've already been like, how long is this guy gonna be on here? <laughs> and I was like, my God, you are my people, Gary. <laughs> yep, true. And then when he went like 10 minutes late, he was like, sorry folks, for yeah. give me an
2: extra 10 minutes. <laughs> yep, he, he went 10 minutes late. And then it, it, the last thing he said in the show was he goes, um, he goes, a lot of people do these, book signing, he, he was doing a book signing after the show, and he said, a lot of people do these book signings and they can't stand to be there, I just want you all to know, I am happy to do the book signing, I will spend as much time as you want, I'll sign your book, we can have a chat, and as many people want to get their book signs, I will stay here as long as it takes to sign everyone's book. Yeah. And when we, we were, we weren't the first ones out the door, and there were already like a half dozen people in line. Yeah, yeah. So was this, comments this,
1: female? it was a lady, She said?
2: Yes. I think think it was two of them, right? Were there one or two? The only one that I noticed because she was screaming at the top of her lungs. I think she may have been there with a friend. I think so, yeah. She was talking to someone clearly. Yeah.
1: Were they talking about the bit that he was doing or were they just talking, talking?
0: No, because at one point the usher came up and she goes, oh, I'm not allowed to laugh at a comedy show and you could hear like, well, you're, you know, you're talking You're not laughing You're you're having a conversation And you, and, you know You would think Like if you're being obnoxious You're at a show And the usher comes over At the end of the, the row And he's staring at you At that point If you're a human being You probably yeah. shut the fuck up Right, right? She, she doubled down She just doubled down <laughs> Yep
1: I just don't uh, understand why you would want to spend we, that kind of money on a we ticket. We think
2: that they, yeah. they, they weren't their tickets. That someone uh, gave them to them. Yeah, Andy and I talked about it at the time. I'm like, they did, clearly did not want to be here. They had no interest in the, okay. the in yeah. Gary, and it just wasn't for them. And It
0: was great because he he made a big thing because it was a big book signing, and he was like talking about how one thing he didn't want to do is just regurgitate his book. And he and they mentioned a couple of comedians yeah. who had he like bought their books and was like. This is their fucking act. <laughs> you that bamboozled was, me out of nineteen ninety-five. Yeah,
2: that's what he said. He bought he said he bought another comedian's book and he paid twenty bucks for it. And the punchline to that was, Thank God I'm not from Canada. <laughs> and not everybody got it. <laughs> well you know how you buy a book and it says nineteen ninety-five US and then Canada oh, twenty-five oh, bucks.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'd like
0: to think that his show is different every night because I feel like the yeah. last section of it was just like Improv He, f- he found something he liked yeah. and went with it He was just sort of Pontificating on it Pontificating yeah. as Jesus as a stand-up comedian but yeah. but with Proverbs yeah. and talking about, oh, that Proverb killed last night but like that kind of stuff Like, are you going to use that in your act, Jesus? I'm going to close with it <laughs> Do unto others as they do unto you, or, yeah. or, or, or whatever. Yeah. As, and he was like, that's brilliant. Yeah, one of the apostles like, that stuff's gold. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time. I enjoyed it. I'm glad you came, because yeah. it was good to be there with someone who actually knew who he was and wanted to be there. Yeah, he's awesome. Because <laughs> Dominic was like, I'll go. And I was like, do you know who he is? No. <laughs> so. Tom
1: might have really enjoyed it. Maybe. Do you know the last, when I found out you were going to that, I was just thinking to myself, what was the last, like, Known comedian I'd ever seen mm. it was Phyllis Diller.
2: No wow. way! I saw her on a cruise ship. Isn't she from Dayton? Or is it, no, that's um, what's her? That's uh, Joan Rivers. I think is from Dayton. I don't know. I don't know either.
0: I I like him because I knew I was getting something different, like yeah. I hadn't heard before. Like yeah. I don't want to go see a comedian who's special. I saw. Like, yeah. Right. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like. Uh, and you know it's new material. I like I, that. I only uh, the
1: greatest hits. For some reason, like a lot of that Nate was it Bergazzi. Yeah, a lot of his stuff um, is popping up through various mm-hmm. feeds, whether it's Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram. So like I feel like I've seen. I think he played a lo- the night after Gary, or two yeah. nights after. And then I know he's got the fa- that Netflix thing out, and I was like, I don't want to go see him if I can just see him.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man. Phyllis Diller's from Lima, not Dave Lima. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. It's not John. Jordan Rivers is clearly from New York. He's got yeah. the accent and everything. So she'd like you to believe. I have a buddy that saw her walking down the street with her dog in Dayton. She was there for Phyllis some, Diller? No, uh, Joan, oh. Joan Rivers. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can see how you're confused. There. Yeah.
0: It's a <laughs> subtle difference. You looked at him. He, he was like, Are you Phyllis Diller? Because
1: you're in Dayton. So Karen and I went on two oh, cruises. Joan Rivers. <laughs> once for our honeymoon, and then once like three or four years later, like her in her parents took us but we saw <laughs> this tells you the age of this cruise we saw phyllis diller as oh the headliner gosh. on one cruise and we saw eartha kit oh. <laughs> <laughs> as the headliner on the act on the next one 1980 uh, it was actually mid 90s mid 90s but it was royal caribbean yeah. so it was like an upscale it yeah like carnival a, or yeah, it's a big deal oh
0: well, it's a cruise so that's yeah. their audience <laughs> yeah even those 80 cruises now,
2: now we're the audience. I think the funniest, the show I laughed the most at uh, was David Spade. That was hilarious. Uh, that was a couple of years ago, right? Or it,
0: right, right before pandemic North or Field. after? Yeah, yeah, it was right after.
2: Because it was originally supposed to be right at the beginning of COVID. And that show got postponed two years. Yeah. And they finally did the show. Then supposedly he went to Mavis Winkles. That's right. He did. He parked his bus in the parking lot. I was like, son of a bitch, I'm there all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. He actually mentioned it. Or no, I read about it the next day. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I guess it was the night before karaoke.
2: Oh. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been there.
1: Right. Yeah. And we would have become best friends. I was going to say, they would still close that place down at 10 o'clock. Sorry, David, you <laughs> <laughs> got to get out of here. It's 10 o'clock. <laughs> they were supposed to
0: going to stay open late last week for us. They even asked. And uh, then at 10 o'clock, they were like, closed. Maybe it was because one of the karaoke people who was sort of inserting themselves everywhere. Uh. Uh, became unfun a little bit. Uh, my family didn't notice. I'm like, oh, I'm glad you guys are having fun with them.
1: Anybody get totally wasted?
0: Uh, In your family? You don't have to name names. I don't think so there. Not oh, to the I point go where soon. they needed to uh, be dragged out. No. No, because they, you no. Know, all week, no one threw up, as far as I know. The only time someone almost threw up is Rommel after drinking that weird drink. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. All right, Joe, do we need to wrap up? Yeah, I got to go to rehearsal. All
1: right. Got some dance moves to learn.
0: Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll see. We won't see you next week because I am uh, doing a gig in Michigan. But we'll be back after that.
2: Tune in next week on Blunt Sided for more (laughs) weed (laughs) trivia.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be our offshoot (laughs) podcast. Stay tuned. (laughs) Bye.